the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Christy Mandelow, board-certified divorce coach. So many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives. It can be a lonely and challenging time of life, but it doesn't have to be. Whether you or a loved one is considering divorce, going through it, or coming out of it, the Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Mendelo is here to be your go-to educational, informational, and inspirational resource for those touched by divorce. Christy has been there, and now she's here to walk the path with you as a Christian board-certified divorce coach and as your thinking partner. She and her guests will bring you important insight and information, helping you make better decisions through and beyond the process, inspiring you to be your best self for you and your family, all giving you hope and reassurance that you'll be okay. The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Mendelo starts now. And here's your host, Christy Mendelo. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Divorce Coaching Hour. I'm so happy that you are here with us today. This week, we continue with our discussion about being blindsided by divorce. And why are we talking about this? Well, it's this. I perceive being blindsided by divorce is what many people who've divorced have experienced. And it can be a very challenging situation to navigate. In the last two episodes, we looked at being blindsided by divorce from an attorney's point of view and then a pastor's point of view. If you missed those shows, you can listen to them by podcast. Just go to wherever you get your podcast and search The Divorce Coaching Hour. And you can also go to thedivorcecoachinghour.com and you will find a link to all shows now totaling nearly 160 episodes. Today, we will speak to a therapist and get his point of view, licensed professional counselor, marriage and family therapist, chemical dependency counselor, and certified clinical sex addiction specialist, Scott Peacock, is here with us today. Scott has joined us several times over the last three years and always brings us such encouraging education and insight. As you heard, Scott is definitely qualified to be here to talk with us today, but Scott's credentials are not what I think are his best qualifications. It's that Scott's been there. In fact, on his website and in person, Scott says this, I liked going to therapy so much that I decided to go pro. I don't know about you folks, but that right there tells me that Scott is the real deal, and I think you will too. And Scott has also experienced divorce. Before we find out more about Scott, I want to remind you that this show is for those considering divorce in the midst of it, coming out of it, and also for friends and family of those divorcing. So really, it's for anyone as it can be an overwhelming life event for everyone involved. And I also want to remind you that we're not here to coach you to get a divorce or give you legal advice. What we are here to do is to walk the path with you no matter where it may lead. My guests and I are here to help you make better decisions in this time and beyond, to provide you information and resources, to give you ideas about how to be your best self in a time that can bring out your worst, and to give you hope. 
And with that said, please join me in prayer. Father, thank you for bringing us here today to talk about one of the difficulties we face in life, divorce. We know that you know that divorce breaks our hearts as it does yours. We're here to walk the path with those traversing divorce with you as our guide. Help us speak to those hurting hearts and confused minds tossed about by divorce. Please help us to provide them helpful information, insight, and ideas that can help them make the very best decisions possible for their families and for themselves today and into the future. Please help us to bring comfort, support, and hope to all those who are listening. And please, Father, let the words we say be yours, not ours. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen. Scott, welcome back. Thanks I'm glad you're here me. with us again. Yeah, great to be back. Yeah. It's yeah. Not often enough. No. I'm uh, willing know. to come more. <laughs> <laughs> Schedules. It, Schedules. It makes it. Crazy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And you got to be there. To, yeah. Well, that's good. But yeah. also, I mean, in some sense, in therapy, you would hope that people wouldn't need there. But I think we all need a little bit. Of right. Therapy. I want to try to work myself out of business, but I don't think <laughs> alone uh, I will ever be able to do that, at least in the time I have left. <laughs> I can say the same as a divorce coach. It would sure. be great if I could work myself out of business and then we wouldn't have a divorce anymore. But exactly. the fact of the matter is 40 to 50 percent of marriages end in divorce. And right. so hence, here we are, the Divorce Coaching Hour, trying to help people along. Uh, so I want to learn a little bit more about you. Well, I actually, you know, listeners we may know this. I, we went to high school together, and so right. I know a little bit about you, and you've been on the show several times. But for those listeners that uh, don't know you, um, I want to know a little bit more about you, especially this. I liked going to therapy so much that I decided to go pro. Scott? Right. Well, okay. um, <laughs> <laughs> tell us about that one. Uh, well, I, I, I got married right out of college and the marriage lasted for three years and, uh, you know, blindsided uh, this topic. You know, I felt a little blindsided at the time, uh, but in retrospect, there were signs there. However, um, you know, we went to therapy together and it just didn't work out. And then I uh, continued to go to therapy on my own because it became very depressed and it just... Um, you know, one day the therapist asked me what I now know is called the miracle question. Hmm. If money were not an object, if everything were a miracle happened, you can do exactly what you want to do is meaningful you for you the rest of your life. What would you do? And after a while, I said, I think I want to do what you're doing. And I pointed <laughs> to her. And she's like, OK. And she didn't discourage me. Um, and then, you know, over the years, went to therapy a few more times, worked through some things, and I really got in my head about the year 2000 that I, I said, I think I could do this. And I was in a different career in information technology, and I felt like I'd learned all I could learn, and I wasn't intellectually fulfilled anymore. And then 2010 came around. I got laid off for the first time at age 40, and um, my wife gave me encouragement. She said, you've been talking about this for years. Go do it. So I, I went and got my master's degree and played Mr. Mom. And boy, did you. I watched <laughs> it on Facebook. And like it was like one thing after another. The next thing you got your LPC. And right. It was awesome to watch. And I'm looking at a doctorate. But uh, I promised my wife until our last child is out of the house, which will be four years from now. So I'm kind of prepping to do that. It's just something I want to achieve. I don't have to professionally, but uh, it's just intellectually stimulating. When I'm not intellectually stimulated, I get depressed. Well, I think learning. We like to learn. Right. And we, one of the things we hope to do in this show today is to help people kind of learn what this blindsided uh, thing is that we're talking about, being blindsided by divorce, 
And then uh, what do we want to do once we realize we've been blindsided by divorce or mm-hmm. divorce comes into the conversation? And then how do we do it? But before we do that, I got to imagine that you're you're taking what um, you've been through and then becoming a therapist really provides you kind of that empathy that so many people need when they're going through difficulties. Yeah, you know, it's important. Um, this, this wasn't just uh, academic for me. I'd experienced it. Yeah. So I also was able to, Romans 8, 28, it, let God uh, recycle it. Yeah. 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 We've talked about that one before. Right, right. So uh, I know I I had a part in it, and I, I made poor decisions, and uh, wasn't the most effective husband. Uh, but so I took all of that, and, you know, I let Spirit work through me to point out wisdom, you know, um, how do we, we gain wisdom from the fuel for wisdom is bad decisions. We have to take what <laughs> we've learned. Oh, right? I've got more than my quota. Um, we, 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 we take those things and they become meaningful when you can become wise because of them and then help others and it gets you outside of yourself. And, you know, divorce is a, it's a situation that prompts depression, anger, anxiety, uh, many other emotions, and um, you know, if it's inevitable, it's going to happen, and you don't have a choice. Um, then how can you make meaning out of it? That's a big part of healing from it. Making meaning out of it, and so two people right here in the studio who've been divorced who are making meaning mm-hmm. out of it, and and that's one of the reason I serve people with what I do. Right. I'm blessed. I got. I'm able to get up every day and then go make meaning. Yeah. Out of it. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I have definitely healed from it and have a wonderful marriage now of 20 years. And um, yeah. So I oh, thank you. God. I, I know a lot better how, how to be a better husband to my wife. Yeah. We've all been there. My dad used to say education is expensive. The most expensive education is that which you don't get. Yes. And I think a lot of people don't get what I'm saying there. But so it's kind of with that mindset of going like, Thank you for this education, because otherwise (laughs) it may not be the life that I could have lived. I mean, if I didn't learn the lessons through the tough experiences that I've gone through, then I wouldn't be here today as a divorce coach and serving. Um, And and listeners may know, too, you know, I wouldn't be here with this show, wouldn't be here quite possibly married to the the. just an absolute gift of a man. Uh, I know God's plans always out there uh, and and will come to fruition no matter what. Uh, He's the God of possible, not the impossible. But nonetheless, you said make meaning. And and we're going to get to the blindsided portion of the the show. But I think we want to stick with that for a moment because where I really ultimately want to end up with this this entire series is that whether we're blindsided or not, it's it's where we go with it, how the meaning that we make from it. Tell us a little bit more about that, Scott. Right. Well, I'm a big proponent of uh, Dr. Viktor Frankl's work. Yes. Uh, the, the the book I believe everybody needs to read. It should be required reading is Man's Search for Meaning. I was using it in a coaching session yesterday, and this gentleman had not heard of it. And I'm like, you must read this book. Yes. Um, it's so great. But um, Dr. Frankel was a student of um, Sigmund Freud's. He was uh, 
doctor in a hospital in Vienna, and he was sent to a concentration camp. And, uh, you know, Freud would say we our, our main push in life is pleasure. And then the next generation, Alfred Adler, would say, no, it's power. We want, we want power over things. And Frankl said, you're both wrong. It's uh, pursue meaning and then pleasure to byproduct, and you will exert power to pursue your meaning. And meaning, we are meaning-seeking creatures in this world. Mm. And many of us enter into marriage as part of meaning in our lives. Uh, we want to uh, create, we want to build a family, we want to build a marriage. Um, and then Frankel said, you know, there's three paths of meaning. It's creativity, building something, like I just said, experience, and then your attitude, your 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 position in the face of suffering or or, or dealing with difficulty. So if you examine all three of those things and put that towards something difficult you're going through, you come out on the other side with meaning and that's when the recycling can happen. Yeah. And that's, it's so healing. I've, I've been through it myself. My life's a testament to that. Yeah. And me too. And I think folks, that's what I wanted you to hear is, you know, kind of put that into your mindset as you're listening to this show, uh, as we step into you know, let's just be honest, talking about being blindsided by divorce doesn't feel so good. And uh, and so thinking about what in the show, as you're listening to it, how can you make meaning as you go through the process? And so folks, we're here with Scott Peacock, therapist out of Houston, uh, been on the show a couple times before, back here, so happy he's here. We're talking about being blindsided by divorce. Stay tuned. Divorce isn't easy or often wanted. Sadly, it happens. When it does, it's possible to walk through it so the results are healthier than would be otherwise. How? Through a unique divorce solution that works. At Divorce Strategies Group, their mediation process helps divorcing parties settle their differences without the long, drawn-out battle and promotes a cooperative win-win environment. It's a smarter way to divorce. When divorce touches your life, contact the Divorce Strategies Group. Schedule your complimentary consultation today at DivorceStrategiesGroup.com. If you've gone through or are going through divorce, you know it can leave you in a dark financial hole, feeling very confused and afraid. But there's hope. Her Sherman is a financial coach and works with those navigating the financial decisions of divorce. Whether it's eliminating debt or creating your financial wellness, you want Hirsch on your team. Hirsch's easy process helps you see the reality of your financial situation and make better decisions. Stop the suffering and get out of that financial black hole. Contact Hirsch today. Go to lifecycle.financial. That's lifecycle.financial. You'll be so grateful you did. There's a lot at stake in a divorce, and you want trusted and specialized counsel. Houston attorney Craig Haston is board certified by the Texas Board of Legal Specialization and has more than 25 years of legal experience. And experience is everything. Craig will help you make the best choices for your family and your future. When divorce seems to be your next step, contact one of the most recognized attorneys in Texas, Craig Haston. To schedule a consultation, call 281-890-1300 or go to HastonLaw.com. When you're selling your home, you want to wow people when they see it. Or if you're not selling and want to enhance your enjoyment of the home, consider Simple Elegance. The team at Simple Elegance, led by Mary Scally, are masters at staging homes for sale or helping you design your interior for maximum impact. 
Do what new home builders do. Call the staging masters, Simple Elegance, at 877-458-8254 and SimpleElegantsTX.com. Achieving the best outcome in divorce can be extremely tough when alcohol abuse is part of the process, especially around co-parenting. But there's help with remote alcohol monitoring. Soberlink is the most convenient, reliable, and reasonable way for a parent to prove their sobriety. Soberlink uses real-time alerts, facial recognition, and tamper detection to ensure accurate and reliable results. With Soberlink, you can be confident that your kids are with a sober parent. Visit Soberlink.com backslash DCH. Welcome back. You're listening to the Divorce Coaching Hour. Glad you're here with us today, and I'm so glad that Scott Peacock is back with us. Scott Peacock is a therapist amongst many other credentials and uh, so glad to have him back. And we are talking about being blindsided by divorce. And in the first segment, we talked about that we are meaning making people. We need to make meaning. We, we, we pursue meaning. And so we want to begin to dive into this blindsided word. Scott, tell us what you think uh, blindsided by divorce means. I guess those are three words, uh, but blindsided. <laughs> right. Um, well, my observation and experience of um, you, you know clients and then even friends uh, that have gone through this, um, you know, I want to parse that word "blindsided," and it brings to mind for me the 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 film and the book, uh, "The Blind Side" yeah. uh, by Michael Orr. And you know, in the film, we see uh, his adoptive mother grab him by the face mask and say, look, you're the left tackle. Your job is to protect the quarterback's blind side, protect him like your family. Um, But who's he protecting from the defensive end trying to run around him to sack the quarterback. Yeah. Right. So in that analogy, he might not see it coming at all, or he might only see it at the last second, like the, the left tackle tried, but failed. Yeah. So are we really blindsided? Were there things that we missed is a common thing that people ask themselves, what did I miss? And uh, through some of my research, I'm looking around online, I see something called sudden divorce syndrome. Huh. Wow. I haven't even heard of that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Google it. Sudden divorce syndrome. There's a a title for everything. Right. And (laughs) a lot of it's on blogs, but uh, it seems to be catching on. Um, I didn't dig down on that in the the technical literature, but um, when I think of being blindsided by divorce, before I became a therapist, I thought, okay, this is a woman blindsided by a man such as I've been having an affair all these years or the kid's just left the nest and it's just us and I'm out of here. Um, 70% of divorces are initiated by women. Hmm. And of those 70%, 90% are among college educated women. So some interesting facts there. So it leads me to wonder, are the men the only one doing the blindsiding? Yeah, it's, it's interesting as I look back or think back to the, the, shows we've already taped on this subject. Um, I think, and interestingly enough, I'm only interviewing men in this this episode, uh, in this series. And I think the tendency was to say she, she was blindsided. Um, And so I think it's something to look into. Um, As it turns out, I tend to work 
mostly with men right. in divorce. And so I'm thinking our perception might be a little skewed here. Right. And there's not that much research because of the, 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 the you know, for whatever reason, the popular idea. Uh, is that a woman has been. A woman has been scorned and yes. not the male, which is something I'm working on in some personal research is that, um, you know, women are just as capable of committing affairs as men. And um, the men tend to not seek help right. when there's that, you know, whether it's shame or Because or they're whatever. supposed to kind of, to keep the football metaphor, yeah. move through it. Yeah, you're supposed to be the strong guy, the left yeah, tackle. You're sp- yeah, you just right. keep going and you get the touchdown and you it, everything is fine. So the divorce is like J.J. Watt running around the end and sacking the quarterback. <laughs> and he was really good at that. But, um, yeah, so you know, why... Why do people miss the signs? And 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 there are some some basic signs that um, you know lack of the different levels of intimacy. Um, in in my model of doing things, um, you have emotional intimacy. When we say intimacy these days, a lot of times the euphemism for sex. Right. Um, okay, so physical slash sexual is another level. It's one level among many: spiritual, intellectual, financial recreational slash social, uh, parenting, experiential, like if one member of the couple is very active, come on, let's go do this. And the other one just, I worked hard all week. I just wanted to chill. Right. And never wants to go anywhere. Okay. There's a lack of intimacy there. And then creative. And by creative, I mean building something. We're building, you know, lives, retirement, a family, um, you know, any number of, of things but um you know when those things aren't there that that's a, a telltale sign that something wasn't there and did we just kind of come to a place of acceptance like okay this is just our life and this is just how we're going to exist well one or the other partner may get tired of that yeah and i thought you loved me i thought this was enough and no but the inability to communicate Right. Uh, has made it to where something that could have been a sign just uh, doesn't happen. So I think what I'm I'm hearing in now three shows is that there's there is the actual being blindsided. You walk in and everything's been removed from the house. Like, you know, every or there's a knock at the door gone. and a constable's handing you a paper. Right. Yeah, exactly. But then there's the I feel like I've been blindsided and I'll, I'll put myself in the category of sure. I feel like. The signs were there. The signs were coming. I, I I had the pit in my stomach. But here's the other reason. Um, I would say I feel like I was blindsided. I didn't want to address it. I didn't want to face the reality right. that this is where the marriage was going. Well, we, we, we humans tend to want to avoid pain. Right. We want to avoid difficult conversations. I mean, if difficult conversations weren't difficult, I'd be out of business. I do a lot of uh, mediation between the two members of the couple uh, doing that. Uh, And it's communication is everything. But for whatever reason, if there were unmet expectations, if Mm. there were assumptions that, um, you know, weren't, weren't said uh, one thing, and I'm not picking on the ladies, but I hear a lot from in my sessions is, he should just know. 
Oh, right? yeah. It's uh, mind reading. Mind reading. Yeah. Mind reading. And, and it's cousin fortune telling. Um, so I, I have to stop and I say, okay, that's not effective. Look, you need to tell him exactly what you need. And sometimes that's hard to say. It's very hard, to, especially when you don't even know it yourself if you're a victim of uh, emotional abuse anything if you grew up in a detached household emotionally you don't have that language to be able to say look i need more quality time with you right or i need you you know hey you know on the weekends i need two hours to myself you don't even know that you have those feelings i'm i'm trained in a cen you may or may not be familiar with Mm. a childhood um, childhood emotional neglect and and it's Basically, when you haven't, you've grown up in that detached family and you can't even identify what you're feeling, but you're expecting everyone else to know how you're feeling. And it's a really confusing world. And especially if you come from a place where that had happened, but you witness it elsewhere. Well, you know, what was wrong with our situation? Okay, they must know. Oh, he came from a family that was very much able to express. You should just know. And, and, And men can do this too. Uh, but we have to not make assumptions and we have to be vulnerable enough to face difficult things and bring things up. Well, I don't want to rock the boat. He gets really angry or she gets really angry when I bring something up. We have to have those conversations. Yeah. And hence why we're here talking about being blindsided by divorce. And uh, unfortunately we we're not trained in good communication. We have these unmet expectations, as you're talking about. Um, we, we, we grow either together or apart mm-hmm. without intentional efforts. And so we find ourselves being blindsided, whether the actual papers are being served and we knew nothing about it. Uh, we find a note on the, the kitchen table. As my brother, Craig Haston, was saying in the first show, uh, you know, you come home and you find everything gone, even the cooktop is like removed from the house. <laughs> That's you a get a text message. <laughs> yes. You get a text message, you whatever it may be, or you feel like it. You've had an inkling that this was coming, but you still feel blindsided. What we want to zone in on here is what's next. Mm-hmm. We get those papers at the door. We um even though we had an inkling, we get that that night we come home from work and our husband says, I want a divorce. Now what? What's next? Exactly. So um, I encourage my clients, you know, if it's the person that's been blindsided, it's, it, this is kind of difficult because we, we also feel we feel powerless because that decision has been made for us. Yeah. As far as we know. But I... I tell my my clients to ask themselves, is there any possibility, are there, are there any entry points here where some work could be done to do, uh, to borrow from your brother's profession, due diligence, exhaust every effort before giving up. And I'm not talking about, you know, stalking or, or, or being generally a nuisance or whatever, but what I'm talking about is, you know, ask that question, is there anything we can do? Is there anything I can do uh, before giving up? Uh, and that decision, again, may have, the giving up part may have been made for you. And I do understand that. But it's a question that has to be asked. I love that you're saying that, and it hasn't been said yet, and it's important now. In the, 
the second, well, the first two shows we talked about first finding calm, essentially. Uh, Pastor Steve talked about finding, uh, we were talking about it being a shipwreck and finding a piece of driftwood to hold on to just to get your thoughts together. But this is actually getting us to something really tangible there um, because finding your calm can be elusive a bit. Uh, but is asking that question first, is there anything I can do? And I think that's so very important because uh, something you said on a show before is at divorce, there is an opportunity to build something new if you can repair it. Uh, And so I want to come back and talk about that a little bit more and dig into this because you said it's something that must be asked because, folks, I'm going to tell you that if you don't exhaust all options, you're you're going to be hanging on to this. And so I want to talk about that mm-hmm. more, folks. We're here talking to Scott Peacock. He is a therapist and then some um, really comes from a place of having been there and just exudes empathy for what you're going through. You guys don't want to miss this. We're going to come back and talk a little bit about a little bit more about next steps when you've been blindsided by divorce. Stay tuned. Here's today's two-minute tip. Today we continue talking about one of the many tough topics concerning divorce, being blindsided by divorce. To all of a sudden hear your spouse say, I want a divorce, when there's been no hint of divorce, To walk into your home only to find your spouse gone or to be served divorce papers that you had no idea were coming your way. It's all just very tough. The Divorce Coaching Hour is about facing the truths about the toughness of divorce, but it's also about providing you hope. And that's what I want to do in this two-minute tip. I want to remind you about a resource that may help you in this tough situation. That resource is a series of shows we recently wrapped up on Courageous Christianity, a show also on this station and one on which I'm the host's wingman. You'll have to tune in to understand what a wingman is. This series is about the struggles we face in this world, but also, and more importantly, it is about struggling well. You'll hear the basics of struggling well, what that means, and ideas about how to struggle well. You'll also hear stories of struggles that our guests have endured or encountered and how they or someone they know courageously walk through them as Christians, drawing nearer to Christ. They grew stronger through the process and, in many cases, now serve others in the same struggles. It's easy to listen to the shows each week. They are podcasted after they air, and you can find them on kkht.com under the podcast tab under programs. And you can also find the shows on your favorite podcast app. Just search Courageous Christianity. The Struggling Well episodes are dated March 26th through May 21st, 2022. I hope you'll listen in and find hope in them as you traverse the struggles of divorce. And if I can support you as you navigate divorce, please email me at christy at christymindelow.com. And remember to keep listening each week for another two-minute tip, all to support you or someone you know who is facing or going through divorce. And please share this episode with those who will benefit. God bless you. Friends, welcome back. You're listening to the Divorce Coaching Hour, and I'm so glad you are here Uh, We're talking to Scott Peacock, a therapist here in Houston, and we are talking about being blindsided by divorce, whether it's the actual being blindsided, you've just been, uh, as it is on the football field, like comes up, boom, didn't see it coming, knocked flat on the the ground, 
um, and and or you had kind of maybe an inkling something's been mentioning you kind of had that pit in your stomach you kind of knew something was going on and then the words were said I want a divorce that's kind of you're feeling like you were being blindsided by divorce but nonetheless it's it's a shock it's a shock to the body it's a shock to the mind it's it's a now ask you Scott it, it's a trauma it is absolutely it's um you know, as I, I look back and think about my clients I've worked with in my own experience, um, I mean, if you go through and, uh, you know, look at the symptoms for PTSD, yeah, uh, you know, in a situation where the, uh, the person had been blindsided very much feel betrayed. Yes. And uh, I do a lot of work with people who are experiencing betrayal trauma, and it mimics a lot of the symptoms of PTSD. Yeah. Um, so uh, lack of safety, hypervigilance. Uh, you know, it's like we're in the amygdala in our brain, which is the part that's fight, flight, or freeze. And it tells the rest of the brain, it's a privileged system, and it says, shut up. I'm in control. I'm going to get us out of this. And so, you know, head on a swivel as far as, you know, what is the person doing? Um, and then, then other physical things like sleep disturbance, lack of appetite, depression, anxiety, difficulty concentrating. All of the above. All of the above. I mean, it can really take over your life. For me, it did for about a year. Yeah, well, yeah. And and so very important where we got to in the end of uh, the last segment was, so we've been blindsided by divorce, and now um, question that we need to ask ourselves, is there anything I can do here? And ultimately getting to exhaust every option uh, to reconcile. Is there anything that I can do here? Um, why would we want to go to that question? Well, for me, in my personal experience, uh, you know, as a Christian, uh, I grew up hearing, well, God hates divorce. Um, however, God did say in Scripture that there, there, there's a place for that. Uh, it should be a last resort. Right. It should not be the first thing we, we look at. So... By asking that question, you're asking the other party who's at this point making the decision, you know, maybe their heart will soften a little bit and, oh, okay, let's let's go try some counseling. Maybe they're the same mind of let's, um, you know, let's do the due diligence. Let's exhaust every possibility. My thinking is to go back to what I brought in in the last segment was what you had shared before is that you can build something new out of this this really hard place. And so if we go back to what we talked about in the first segment, communication is uh, non-existent. You've grown uh, apart, not together. You don't have that intimacy. This is actually an opportunity for you to ask the question, okay, maybe it's a wake-up call. Right. It can be an aha moment. And I've seen this happen. It's It's one of the parts I love about being a therapist is when there's an epiphany. Yeah. And it's a life-changing epiphany. I, I've seen, I've worked with husbands who've betrayed their wives, generally who I work with, and seen the, they, it's like something clicks. They get it. And it, it, it's like the prodigal son coming back, yeah, walking up the road towards his father. He gets it now. Um, there may be grace. There may be mercy. Um, there might not. Uh and I'm not talking about the person who's been blindsided here. I'm talking about the one who, who does that behavior. Uh, but you want to have uh, – I heard Jeff Bezos once talk about his life philosophy, and he said uh, his 
philosophy is summed up in a couple of words, which is regret minimization. And I think that's a good rule as, you know, part of your mix of policies in life to live by. I, I want to make sure that 20 years from now, I don't say, wow, I really wish I'd asked that question. Because in a divorce situation, I, I think there's a lot of regret. Yeah, well, to go back to that flight, fight, or freeze, when you're hit with this, and I'm going to use the word hit, we were talking about football, yeah. you're hit with this blindsided um, uh, request for divorce, however it comes to you, you are in a place of not being able to think. You are in that hypervigilance, and and so you 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 just go into react mode, not respond. You don't ask these questions, and so... I'm thinking, folks out there, if as you're listening to this, grab a pencil and write this down. If divorce has been a topic in your conversations and you've got that pit in your stomach and you're thinking, um, this may be coming, uh, you know, get real with it and write this question down. Is there anything I can do? Because I, I can, I don't guarantee much, but I can almost guarantee you that if you ask this question and you do whatever is necessary, on your end at least, not the other person, you do what's right. The only person you can control, have any hope of controlling is yourself. And if you don't realize that, your life is going to be exhausting. So you, you do need to realize that. You can draw a circle around yourself and and control as best you can everything right. within that circle, um, but again, the for me, I believe that the regret will linger and linger if we don't ask some of those questions. Yeah, so that regret, regret, minimal, I, easy for me to say, minimalization, <laughs> <laughs> but the asking those questions. So um, to kind of pull it all together, we've uh, Craig Haston said, find your calm. Uh, Pastor Steve Dennis said, you know, find kind of a, a life raft, so to speak. And he talked about, a, a, you know, your community of believers that you know you could go and trust and say, hey, I just I just need a minute to process. Not necessarily, I don't want your opinions. You don't go to a place that's going to bash the spouse. Uh, I need a place to process so then I can ask this question. What can I do now? What options do I have? But also, is there any chance of reconciliation? What can I do here? What can we do here? Can we get to a therapist? Going forward, and I think it can help us really kind of put continue to put that mindset on this being an opportunity. I know it's hard to hear divorce is an opportunity, uh, but um, my now husband, uh, he would say this to himself when he went through divorce, and I think he probably followed these steps, found his calm, found the community of believers, and he asked himself this question, who do I want to be when this is all over? That's a great question. And he, what he said, he saw himself at the end of the year of divorce, a man with his Bible, not having made anything worse. Oh, that's really good. Way to go, Richard. I know, right? And look at that. God, <laughs> so I know <laughs> I did. I'm so lucky. I know, rather, I'm so blessed. <laughs> right. You, you know, that's, I do a lot of work with sex addiction, porn addiction, and, you know, lives are shattered. And, um, you, you know, I, I say, look, you know, going forward to be whole, you have to have a vision for your life, like what Richard said. And um, I was lucky enough to have some consultants that, walked me through that. And I, I was able to come up with a purpose statement for my life. Mm. Um, and I just, I 
believe it with all my fiber. This is why I'm here. Um, and what I came up with is I help people find the way back. I mean, it's yeah, front I center of my that. website. It is. I did all this work and I was like, how do I put that into words? And I looked at my website and it's like, oh, it's already there. Okay. <laughs> but then I had sort of a, um, a North star, a guiding star for the year. Okay. Because the first year is going to be rough. Yeah. And if it's inevitable, it's happening. You have no say. It's over. Okay. Then I like to say I've got a guiding principle and then I've got something that makes me not go too overboard. You know, if I, if I was divorced today, becoming divorced, thank God I'm not, uh, I would say I need something to guide me for this next 12 months. And, but then a counterweight, you could just go dive into that and do nothing else. Your whole life's about divorce, you know, recovering right, from could, the divorce and your friends are tired, you know. You uh, can su- take it to an extreme. Support network is important, and uh, but and you may find that, you know, your circle of friends may divide into camps, you know, with him or with you. Um, so it's something to counterweight that. Um, you know, for example, this year for me, and this has nothing to do with divorce, I my North star is um, I'm taking three hours a week to create new material that helps my clients find the way back. And I've got a child that just went off to college. So I really need to concentrate this year on pouring into them. So my and is, and I'm pouring into my son and daughter. Yeah. I work with a lot of clients too. Uh, I start with their values. I often say, if you don't know your values, whose values are you living by? And this is an opportunity. If you don't know your values, find out what your values are and and live by those. But then we through the, finding the values, we end up writing a mission statement. Mm-hmm. And those mission statements then help us write goals. Right. And those goals are the map, our roadmap to moving forward and navigating our our, you mm-hmm. know, whatever transition we are in li- in life. And and you know, interestingly enough, that brings the point up that you know, one of the next steps you could have is actually after after asking this question, let's write some goals together. Let's write our mission to put this thing back together. Or if not, what? Who do I want to be when this is all over? And when we come back, we're gonna get we're gonna find out how you get in touch with Scott. I'm sure you want to reach out to him. And we're also gonna get final thoughts. You guys stay tuned. Don't miss it. Friends, I'm so glad that you're listening to the Divorce Coaching Hour, and there's something I want you to know. I really want you to hear this. I, as a divorce coach and the host of this show, don't advocate for divorce in general. Our goal is to glorify God first and foremost by helping you save your marriage. The fact of the matter is that there are times when a marriage can't be saved. I know. I've been there. And when it can't be saved, we want to walk alongside you through it. We want to help you pick up the fragments, put the pieces together, and help you stand strong and walk through divorce courageously. And I want to share something with you that may help. I'm on another show here on KKHT. I'm honored to be the wingman on Courageous Christianity with Richard Mendela, where each week Richard and I talk about the intersection of our faith and the secular world. And together with interesting guests, we shed light on this critical intersection on spiritual combat and on the rules of engagement for Courageous Christianity. It's my belief that Courageous Christianity with Richard Mindelow can be another resource that you can turn to as you walk through this path of significant change in your life. 
So please join us. You can catch the show on this station, 100.7 FM KKHT, at 12 p.m. noon Central Time, Saturdays, and online at kkht.com as well. Hey, grab your lunch and join us for both shows back-to-back, 12 p.m. noon for Courageous Christianity and 1 p.m. for the Divorce Coaching Hour. You can also find all shows under podcasts under the Programs tab on kkht.com. Richard and I hope you'll listen in. As always, if you want to reach me, you can find me at thedivorcecoachinghour.com or call me at 281-944-8043. We are grateful for you joining us each week and for your support. listening to the Divorce Coaching Hour. So glad you're back with us. We're already in the fourth segment. And as we were going to break, my guest Scott Peacock was going, wait, 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 I have something to add over there. Super so Scott, uh, don't don't hesitate. I won't stop you. What did you have to say? Um, well, I wanted to talk a little bit about, um, you, you know, I said, were you really blindsided? Were there, you know, symptoms there we didn't catch? And uh, so on my little outline here, we've got a couple of headings and bullet points. And so said that, you know, women tend to file for divorce first mm-hmm. uh, more than men. So I'll, I'll just start with that. Uh, and then I'll, I'll talk about men who blindside. Um, but what I found is women who blindside, they're unwilling to continue tolerating negative behavior. And that may be negative behavior that, uh, you know, such as a sex addiction, pornography affairs, going outside the boundaries of the marriage, the men either think are okay, um, you know, they were, were got that message somewhere that hey, this is what guys do, and um, they're not they're not willing to put up with it anymore. There may have been multiple discoveries, you know, like mm. the pornography issue, and and things of that nature. So, um, and typically, have made repeated bids for more interaction. It's like uh, when you're blindsided. Well, I don't see where this come from. You don't remember those times? I said, would you take me out on a date night? Mm. So kind of a cry for help? Well, uh, needs, expressing needs, but um, you're not hearing it, or the husband may have a low level of uh, emotional intelligence, uh, you know, just maybe was raised in that environment where they didn't get to practice that a whole lot. Mm. And um, so, and then sometimes the women just, you know, stay over the years and just give up like this is status quo this is best it's going to get but then there comes some shift in life such as you know children leaving or yeah we see a lot of that with gray divorces and and silver right gray and silver divorces definitely but men who blindside um a lot of times it's they've been hiding inappropriate behavior again that's not to say that women can't have affairs right i Um, think it's it's prevalent yes yes um there may have been signs, but the male partner uh, gaslighted the other one. Oh, well, you're talking about this. Well, what about what you did or what you're doing? Mm, yes. You know, take the turn take, it around. Turn it around. Yes, yes. Uh, active blame shifting. Um, and then I see a lot of men who are willing to stay for the kids. They they say, all right, you know, we got eight years left. We'll just be status quo. But then they're I think they're more willing to say, nah, I don't want this, especially as you, as you get older, get into your 50s, and I have X number of years left, uh, you know, based on what an insurance actuary would say. And, uh, you know, it's they they think, okay, I, I can have a happier life outside of this. Yeah. So, um, you know, 
not just men, not just women, anybody is capable of doing the blindsiding. I think it's important to, as we talked about that earlier, um, to say it again that, you know, it can be men and women, and we're not distinguishing either here. We're just talking about certainly um, the, the the blindsided situation and then what's next. But I think as w- what we talked about earlier was a little perspective shifting. Uh, when the world probably thinks it's the woman who is scorned, uh, it's pretty maybe evenly distributed. The bottom line is, is our ne- needs aren't getting met. Uh, we may be acting out. And so I guess something's coming to mind here. If you're hearing blindsided, this is not really the way to resolve things. Right, <laughs> right? exactly. So I didn't say that in this. So we're we're thinking about the person who has been blindsided by a divorce. What's next for them? Getting them out of that flight, fight, or freeze. But if you're hearing this and you're thinking about it, don't do it, right? <laughs> don't do it. It's not really going to help resolve things. But, you know, sometimes people feel pushed into a corner. They do. And that, yeah. that's when I, I feel like the blindsiding happens Yeah, uh, many times. Not always, but well, many they're, times. They're probably already in that flight, fight, or freeze. Right. And so probably what would be the, the best thing is go talk to a therapist before this happens. Go talk to a coach. Try to talk. Try There's to wisdom in the counsel of many. Yeah. There you go. There you go. And speaking of that wisdom, how would people reach you? Um, so you can get me on my website, which is Scott Peacock. That's two T's. And then Peacock is like the bird. ScottPeacock.com. Or... You can call me at 713-478-5650 or my email is scott at scottpeacock.com. So scottpeacock.com. Say, tell us your phone number one more time. 713-478-5650. Awesome. And I know they'll reach out. It's a great website. You've got a lot of great information in there. I love your FAQ. Thank you. There's some fun things. Your personality totally comes I'm through. rolling out some videos and things. Oh, and, excellent. Uh, I well, you I'm, should put the show. I think I want to do some uh, – I'll put a link to the show in there. Plus, I want to do – some more work on my own video. Uh, I want to delve into this some more and put that out there. I'd like to delve into it with you. I that that whole seventy percent thing and this sudden divorce syndrome thing. This is news to me. Right. So I've got some studying to do myself. So um, as we begin to move towards wrapping this up, uh, final thoughts. Final thoughts is um, if you have been blindsided, uh, don't do this in isolation. Um, there, you know, if somebody's done this to us, um, there, there could be a shame spiral about us. What, what did I not catch? What did I not do? What did I do wrong? Um, yeah, we, we were, none of us are perfect. However, um, don't blame yourself and get around other people who have, uh, you know, if you have a friend who's gone through something like this, talk to them. And, uh, but also reach out for help. Uh, when we do things in isolation, they tend not to go as well. And this is a very isolating thing. I mean, in faith community, there could be some shame. Well, oh, she's divorced. He's divorced. Um, we, we have to surround ourselves with people who want the best for us. And that's one of the most healing things you can do. Um, but that takes some vulnerability and, you know, Many times 
people are shocked that the, this divorce is coming. Right. Uh, I didn't see that coming at all. I thought you guys were the uh, the perfect couple, the perfect family. Yeah, we don't know well, what's going on behind closed doors. We, you know, Carl Jung, the psychologist, said everybody has a shadow side. Well, right. I think every relationship can have a shadow side too. Yeah, I would agree. Right. I mean, we have the public facing part, and then we right. have what goes on at home. Yeah. So, uh, and what goes on at home could be great, or it could be dysfunctional, or somewhere in between. Somewhere in between. And, you know, that shame spiral is real. And, you know, the more that you're in that spiral, it'll just take you down. Mm -hmm. And so to find someone, uh, key, though, is to find someone objective. Right. And I call those lifelines. Um, Remember the, I guess it's still on, some form, uh, who wants to be a millionaire? You had four lifelines. Yeah. Okay. That's, Who's that's, your that's, four? That's one I have with my clients, you know, the support network. I'm like, what are your lifelines? You know, phone a friend, go to a meeting, um, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever those things are that are effective for you. Your go-tos. You have to have your lifelines because everybody needs help sometime. And not somebody who's just going to tell you what you want to hear and take your so-called side. Somebody right. who's going to tell you the truth. Right. And so lo- I call it Lone Ranger Syndrome. Um it's that's that's great for Lone Ranger and Tonto in the old uh, TV yeah, series and yeah. the movies. Good times. Good times. Good times. <laughs> but I mean, even the Lone Ranger had a Tonto. Uh, <laughs> yes. God bless Tonto. Tonto's saved Lone Rangers hide many times. So if you were going to say in less than a minute, um, the top two things someone would do if they were blindsided by divorce. I, I would really do your due diligence. As we talked about before. Exactly. And then don't deal with this in isolation. Don't deal with it. So at any given time, because we, we, we could have a crisis of any sort, divorce or not. And so it would be a great thing for all of us to identify our lifelines. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, would you say? Yeah. I'm, oh, yeah. I, I think, you know, just as a part of mental health, uh, know what your lifelines are and know what your um, effective self-care is. Yeah. Um, you know. Whether that's uh, you know, church, talking to a friend, um, you pastor, know, book, pastor, podcast, uh, for me, therapist, coach. For me, it's taking my son and getting on the golf course for four hours. It's pretty meditative for me. Although some people it drives yeah, a lot of anger. They're for them. breaking breaking golf sticks. Right. Oh yeah, I, I've I've witnessed that with friends. <laughs> they well, broke in a club. I think what we're all getting to though is getting to a space you can think, getting out of that flight, fight, or freeze. Getting to a space that you can think, and that's what you do as a therapist. That's what I do as a coach. And I love how you say, uh, you know, I'm here as your thinking partner, and I've actually stolen that from you. I don't know where you Well, I, st- I, st- I took it from the well, CDC group that I – Well, it's like, it's like musicians. <laughs> you know, they say musicians, they steal from it. They quote each other's yeah. bits in their songs. So um, I, I love that. You need, we need space to think. Well, and that's a nice transition into wrapping up the show because we are here as – uh, the listeners, thinking partners as a coach. I'm a thinking partner, and as a therapist, you are. We walk with people through this challenging time of life. And so I really appreciate you being here to help us walk listeners through this challenging time of life. So thanks for being here, Scott. Anytime. Love being here. I'll remember that. <laughs> <laughs> so grateful you are here. And friends, I'm so grateful that you've been with us today. It's my prayer that this show helps you or someone in your life. Thank you for listening to the Divorce Coaching Hour. I'm Christy Mendelo, and I can't wait to be here with you each and every Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. right here on 100.7 FM KKHT, The Word.
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.